Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Tuesday. You know the best thing about Tuesday? It's not Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, at allamericangold.com. And I'm joined this morning, like I am now, most mornings, going forward here with... Uh, the guy that runs the show up there in Colorado, uh, Jason Walker. Jason, good morning. How's your Tuesday going? It's going good. Uh, you know, it's funny. Last night, I was talking to my wife. who had uh, taken a couple of days trip with her, some of her friends. And we were getting ready to go to sleep. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Tomorrow's only Tuesday. <laughs> I thought it was already – I thought we were way further in the week. And I, I worked a little extra on Saturday, so my, my, my clock is off a little bit. Well, you know, last week we had the holiday on Monday, you know, so, so yeah, having to work all five days this week, it's going to be a challenge, uh, but, but we're going to get through it. We got a lot going on today, a lot to talk about. Uh, we had, you know, and I don't even know how we got here, but we had uh, the Consumer Price Index, uh, also known as CPI, and this is what the central bank has told the media, this is what we want you to cover. This is what we want you to say. Uh, and and it gets paraded out there like there's some type of, of, of validity to it. Uh, the stocks and bonds will trade on it. Gold and silver will trade on it. The whole, uh, all of the debt markets will react. To these numbers, and it's not just CPI, right? They've got you know from from GDP to unemployment data, inflation data, all of these things. They've just made up nonsensical things, and through the the uh, I, I want to say through the the reach of the central bank, you know, I, I really call them experts and. You got to give credit, Jason, to these guys because if you go back to the last time we had horrible inflation, the seventies, the central banks held zero press conferences. Yep. None. Matter of fact, they didn't want anybody to know what they were thinking because what they knew then is, hey, if we do it that way, we won't create bubbles. People will look at the actual data and will decide how risky they they want to be or not want to be and we don't want to influence that. That used to be the central bank. Fast forward, you know, 50 years. All of a sudden, we can't keep the central bankers off TV. They give <laughs> press conferences uh, like... Uh, like a kid at a candy store just shoving, they, they, as much as they can shove down our throats, they will. Every single Federal Reserve meeting, they've got to have a press conference, right? A a anytime any important data comes out, there's two or three Fed governors out on the TV gaslighting all of us, Jason. Yeah, and, uh, you know, then Barack Obama's president, he comes on TV one day and says 2 plus 2 equals 5, and uh, you start to know that the numbers <laughs> are not to be trusted anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 
that's a great point. Hey, doesn't really matter what two plus two equals, right? Yeah, don't worry what about it. What matters numbers. is what was the thought process that went into it? That's what matters. Just what we say. It, it what is, we say is the truth, Joe. That's just believe us. You know, don't mind the man behind the curtain, you know, Wizard of Oz stuff. And, and you know, I was I was I told everyone I told you the last week, I went to Reno, played golf with a bunch of friends uh, of mine, and I'm the only uh, non-Californian in the group, okay? And, of course, it happened. The vaccination subject came up. And it was amazing to me, uh, of the group that was there, the willingness to just, well, yeah, they said they said I should take it, so I did. I'm not worried. And, and just accepting of whatever they told them to do, you know, like this, like sheep, and and I just I just sat there and 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 I tried not to, you know, I didn't want to even get into the debate with them about it. And I just said, you know, when it comes to, because uh, I told them, you know, I'm not vaccinated, but I said when it comes to to my body, I make my choice, and you guys can make your choice. And I said, I'm glad that you just so willingly will believe anything the government says, and I hope that works out for you. And, and, and we just moved on. But I think I think a lot of the world, this is how they are, Jason. Oh, the world looks at their TV and their smartphone, and that is the yes. world. Yes! Yeah. Yes! Television-watching news every, believers. <laughs> right. You know, when all my, they said it on TV, Dave Ramsey told me to eat rice and beans. Right. I'm, okay, I'm gonna do it. Right. You know, I don't know. It's it's just amazing to me. But the numbers are out. It was a. I mean, it was five. I'll just tell you the numbers: five point three percent, which is horribly high. Uh, but believe it or not, somehow they're trying to spin it as see. Inflation may just be, you know, it's starting to slow down, Jason. <laughs> well, if they calculate it like they did in the 80s or 90s, it might be a little different. It might well, be a lot worse. Thing, right? <laughs> well, first of all, again, the biggest number was the housing number. I'll, gi- I'll give it all to you. We're coming up on the break. I'll break it all down for you, but we got a rally here in gold. Uh, gold's up 15 at 1807. Uh, silver, uh, it's coming just a little slower. Silver's up about five cents right now, 2381. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back after the break. 800 Joe Jake with Jason Walker here on this Tuesday. Uh, the CPI came out, the Consumer Price Index. This is the, uh, uh, manipulated, made-up inflation index of the central bank, and I just wish one time, just, just one. I, I, I'd let it go if CNBC, Bloomberg, Fox, Bloomberg Asia, CNBC Asia. Right? I mean, there's like twelve different stock channels. I mean, you can watch stocks twenty-four hours a day now. Which is so people understand. You know, that's a debt market. That's what it is. And just pulled back the curtain. You know, the old Wizard of Oz pulling back of the curtain and just saying this number's garbage. It's fake. 
it's as fake as 2 plus 2 equals 5. And yes, I know they, they've gone through great lengths in some wonderful academic thought. Right? Let's not forget academic thought. Because, let's face it, they went to the best schools. They went to Harvard and Yale and Princeton. And they sat around in a room and started to talk intellectual type talk. And I'm pretty sure half the words they used, I don't know the meaning of. I'm pretty sure of that. But I also know, you know, you know when uh, someone's trying to pull the wool over you, uh, your eyes and they start uh, trying to dazzle you with a bunch of BS, that's exactly what this is. And just one time, I would like them to come out and say, well, the, numbers, the, the, the central bank's making me tell you that headline inflation in August was up 5.3% from a year ago, but that number is just an absolute outright lie. And let me tell you why. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be great, Jason? Yeah. Course, whoever did that, they would be fired, I promise you. They wouldn't make it to lunch. It's like, they wouldn't make it to lunch. Joe, it's like everybody everybody lies in, in the centers of power. You just can't admit it. You know, the, the, the one big lie they can't do is admit they, they can't tell one truth, which is we're lying. <laughs> it's the one truth that can never be told is the admission right. of, of guilt. And then you start looking at the like Drudge. Remember when Drudge actually used to be a good website? Yes. Re- remember way back when? I don't know what the heck happened. Their head inflation cools, right? They're, they're trying, again, to, to make you think that somehow things got better. So they were expecting 5.4. That was the expected number. But it only came in at 5.3. So, man. (laughs) Woo! Baby, man, boy, we really dodged a bullet on that one. Right. Holy smokes. Now, let me give you the, the numbers that were down. So you know the biggest decline. And you can judge whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. Airfares led the way down 9%. And I just told you, I was at the airport, a ghost town. That, so I believe that. Transportation services down 2.29%. I don't know what that means. You know, because uh, obviously that's not freight. Right, because we know freight prices rising everywhere. It's not gasoline. Gasoline prices. Jason just told you the most expensive driving over Labor Day ever, but it's they say it's down. Lodging away from home, and, I, and I'm, I'm assuming that's hotels. Down two point nine two percent. Two point nine two percent. Maybe that's pri- Joe. Maybe that's prisons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lodging away from home. <laughs> but uh, uh, I can believe that because let's face it, right? August, everyone takes that. And again, a lot of kids go back to school in August. Travel goes down a little bit. Okay, I could buy that. The only other thing down. There's only one other category down. Used cars was down. 1.5% prices. Used, uh, new cars were actually up again. 
So that was all. That were, those were the only things that were down in the whole report. And I'm just sitting there going, "Well, how is that?" I mean, p- people getting on planes and staying at a hotel—that's called vacation. Why is that even part of the core CPI? And again, let me rephrase. The only thing is down in the core, in the core CPI. I guess I should have said that from the start. Those were it. And 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 I'm scratching my head because I can't understand how lodging away from home and airfares are part of the core of anything, right? Because most people, by and large aren't doing those things on a day-to-day basis, but yet, there they are. The housing data, and again, this is where the biggest lie of CPI remains. The rent, owner's equivalent rent of residence, which we found out, what was that, a couple weeks ago, they call up homeowners that don't have rental property. Got to to put that in there. So they're not calling renters, even though owner's equivalent rent kind of implies that, hey, we're going to ask a renter. Uh Uh-uh, no, we're going to ask a homeowner who actually doesn't rent. Hey, how much would you pay to rent your home? And they write that number down. And I'm sure they're calling, you know, the 83-year-old grandmother uh, who has no idea uh, what, what what happens outside of whatever the local, the, the ladies on the view tell her. And, Joe, never mind that all, all uh, mortgages are generally lower than rent anyways. Right. Which, well, why did you think, and again, this one, why do you think they did that? <laughs> See, and, and I, I say how stupid they are. They're actually super smart. One of these guys, and I say guy could have been a gal, in their meetings, with all of the great intellectual talking that I just totally made fun of, said, hey, you know what? I bet you if we called homeowners who don't rent and we asked them how much they'll pay to rent their house. They'll actually say a number that's a lot less than what the reality is. And I bet you somehow they probably got the MIT mafia to run a bunch of numbers and went, came back and said, oh, holy cow, he's right. Owner's equivalent rent rose 0.25% in the month of August, and for the year. This is the Federal Reserve's housing inflation number. Ready? 2.5%. Home prices up 25%. Bloomberg said rents are up 17%. Central Bank says, ah, it's only up 25 yeah. By the way, year year over year, if you take a whole the whole year, there's only two things that are down, and I I don't believe either one of them. 
medic, medical care commodities, they say, are down 2.5%. Now, maybe that is that mask? Did masks get cheaper? Right? That's, I mean, I'm trying to <laughs> figure out how anything medical could have been less. And then the other one that was down, medical care services. Is anybody paying less for their medical? Anybody? Yeah. Email no, me. No. Call me. Anybody that's paying less for anything medical, please let me know. Joe, let me give you an example on the housing. The 2.5% on the housing. You have a $400,000 house. That means uh, ten grand. Your house only went up ten grand in this period. And uh, just in the neighborhood I bought, I bought my house, they just the base models went up 150 grand just for the base model. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Jason, just to clarify, that's just over the last year. That was that was starting February. <laughs> yeah, that's not even the whole year. Yeah. So anyway, that's the numbers. Now this is why. Now to be, to, uh, I, I want to be fair here. Gold's up fifteen bucks because the number was was lower. If the number had been, say, 5.6% or 5.7%, gold would have been lower today. Because they would have said, uh-oh, that's, you know, it's all, it's all about this taper fear. I promise you this, and I've told you now for the last several weeks, gold and silver are going to start really moving again once this taper thing is done. And what I mean by that, either the central bank says we're going to start it, or, hey, we're not tapering. One or the other. That's right. Both scenarios, they're going higher. Gold and silver are going higher. They just won't go higher until that's done, Jason. I totally agree with that. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly how you know, I see it. it. And, and, and again, the, the dollar's down on the news. And, and, and again, it's amazing. How they've got they've got everybody out there. Nobody wants to actually think about things, and this is why there are certain people I like, like Stan Drunken Miller, uh, Jeffrey Gunlatch, and, and Ray Dalio, guys like that. Because you know what? They don't fall for the gaslighting, and they, and they'll willingly tell you, "Hey, listen, I'm going to make money because I'm going to trade the gaslighting." But I want everybody to know the crash is coming. And the reason the crash is coming is because the data that the markets trade on actually don't add up. Could you? I mean, if inflation was really only 5% right now, I would feel less dovish about the gold and silver prices. I'd be bearish, matter of fact. If, I, if inflation was really only 5%. Of course, if it was only 5%, then they would probably come out with a number like 1.6 or 1.3 or something like that. Yep. But but this is the big problem, Jason. Yeah, the, the numbers are fake. They, they always, they've, in the last bunch of decades, especially since 1971, they, they, uh, they've slowly but surely had to tweak numbers for a, a false happy happiness in the markets, Joe, because... I don't know if the Fed has ever said anything bad is going to happen. <laughs> I don't think they ever, you know, 
I don't think they've ever said that something bad is going to happen because then they'd have to. Somebody would have to point the finger at them. And you know what? You're you're probably you're probably right about that as well. You know what's so funny? I just went out to Drudge. Uh, they've changed their headline. They took the inflation cools headline off and just gave the headline the headline number and said they must be listening. <laughs> uh, U.S. household income fell in 2020. I don't believe, how could that be with all the money we sent to people? The national poverty rate also was higher as well. Medium inflation adjusted household income decreased 2.9% according to the data released by the Census Bureau. The poverty rate rose one percentage point to 11.4% of, of people living below the poverty line. Of course, the poverty line that the Census Bureau has, uh, that's beyond poverty, by the way. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Let's not forget... Right, the the spending coming out of the Biden White House. Uh, this I can't emphasize enough how weak this man really is. Uh, he can't stand up to anybody uh, now. Uh, the latest uh, Bernie Sanders and, and AOC attacking Steve uh, Joe Manchin, uh, wanting this three point five trillion dollar. Uh, spending package. Here's what I know. They're going to get at least $2 trillion of it. At least. And the debts and the deficits are going to continue to pile up. Let's not forget their energy policy about solar. Uh, this didn't make it into the, uh, the GDP report. Uh, but this was out of China. They said, uh, one of our lead buyers, and this is in the solar industry, that lives in China, is saying that shipping costs have risen 300% from last year. And this is affecting companies that rely on shipping, which, let's face it, here in America, almost all of our companies rely on on shipping from China. Shipping containers themselves are almost impossible to find. Most of them fully booked six months out or longer. So could you imagine right now, okay, I got I to gotta get this product on the boat. And you start looking around. The, the soonest you're going to be able to find one, Right, it's sometime next year. Uh, the head of UPS's international division sent out a, a, a thing saying, order your Christmas presents now, Jason. That's right. Because if you don't, you may not have them for Christmas. I, I, I talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, those shipping containers, Joe, we, we, were, we were kind of price shopping those a couple of years ago and looking at the three to $5,000 to buy one of these empty shipping containers. Uh, I've seen prices on those as high as twenty-two to twenty-eight thousand for a shipping container. Well, look, you know what's so funny here? I'm so, so funny. They're saying that 
a 40-foot container. You used to be able to rent them, right? Use them to ship it for about $1,500 from China to the port in L.A. $1,500, you got a 40-foot container full of all your stuff. Now, that same container, the cheapest, $6,500. Yep. Uh, but, but if you want it uh, exactly six months out, like you want the, the soonest you possibly can get it out, uh, $10,000. What used to be 1500 bucks. So, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to really see uh, some of the effects. And, again, none of this showing up in in the data whatsoever but you know what's even more interesting is they talked about like solar and all of the power uh that's going to be needed to be generated from the solar panels aluminum which by the way one of the you know we know about silver and platinum and palladium and even even rhodium in those solar panels but those solar panels you know to build them Steel and aluminum are the two biggest uh, pieces of, of, I guess, commodities that you need for these panels. Uh, aluminum prices, Jason, just hit a new record. Right, right. Copper, too. And copper's not at its record high, but it's still close to its high. And, and yeah, aluminum topped $3,000 per ton. Uh, prices are up 50% in the last year, up 15% in the last week. China, listen, China's doing all they can. I will say this. I've been watching China. They have reserves of a lot of things, just like the United States used to. You know, we have an old uh, petroleum reserve, which, by the way, during Ida, Exxon's been tapping the petroleum reserve. Uh, which is great. Right? We have one of those. We have some gold that, you know, maybe you know, we don't know how much and it's not on, but it's, it's you know, supposed to be there. We used to have a silver reserve. Uh, under Clinton, we got rid of that. We used to have reserves of copper, steel, aluminum. And when prices, you know, hey, a hurricane came. A natural disaster came. Hey, we're, we, we've got an issue, and, and they would release, you know, some of these reserves to, to keep the prices in line. China's been doing that. China's released oil. China's released aluminum. China's released copper. They've released yep. steel. They're trying to keep the prices down, and it's not working. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking about... All the things that we're, we're talking, they're saying that aluminum stock in warehouses is down 33% since March. And, and they're sitting there trying to tell, and I only point it out because this is what I'm talking about, why it's not transitory. Warehouses are empty. Empty. 
and the prices keep rising because, you know what, that old supply-demand fundamentals. And then you start looking at some of the idiotic policies of the Biden administration. Listen, solar prices are going through the roof because everything needed to build a solar panel, and I'm not, not just the panel itself. If you've ever driven out in the desert here, you know what I'm talking about. You got the steel frame, the steel and aluminum frame, and all of that to put the panels on. All of these prices, you're talking about doubling and tripling of prices. I just don't know how this is sustainable. I don't know how we're not going to be sitting here and and looking at electrical bills that are going to be double and triple what they are today. And, And it just makes no sense, Jason. Yeah, I can add to that for the empty warehouses. Uh, I worked at a lot of pizza places, and I was a manager at some of those places. And this is with all this is with a lot of businesses, but just just from my own experience, uh, when the end of the year came, and, when, and what I'll say for the end of the year, there's a big feeling that something big is getting ready to go down later this year, early next year. But at the end of the year, the pizza places we uh, we used all our inventory. We didn't want anything because at the very end of the year, you took an inventory and you're taxed on all your assets why do i feel like joe that they have to have empty warehouses because of what's getting ready to happen you don't want to be caught with too many assets right another great point patriot radio news hour we'll be back right after the break 800-951-0592 patriot radio news hour jason i don't know if you saw this and i cannot believe that this was allowed uh, but, again, it just highlights, because I've, I've made the analogy so many times about the wolf guarding the hen house. And guess what? We're paying. We're going to pay that price. Inflation is coming like a freight train. Just ask the CEO of Kroger. For those of you that don't know, uh, Kroger, it's fries here. I think Kroger's, what, King Super in Colorado. They're yep. the large, them in Walmart yep. are pretty much where everybody buys uh, their groceries, and I shouldn't say everybody, but uh, you know, if you if you just took those two chains, you probably get over half of all grocery sales in America. And they're telling you prices are just starting to rise. Wait till you see what happens this fall. Wait till you see what happens in the winter. Wait till you see what happens in twenty twenty two. But Federal Reserve regional presidents. Robert Kaplan and Eric Rosengren. So they, they are Federal Reserve. Uh, they uh, Kaplan, as an example, he's the Dallas Federal Reserve president. So these are guys that are voting on bailouts, voting on, on uh, whether or not they should taper, right? They're, they're in the meetings with the banks and Wall Street said that after being caught, they will now sell all of their individual stock holdings amid ethics concerns regarding trading in 2020. I wonder where were the concerns in 2019, 2018, 2017? While my personal saving and investment transactions have complied with Federal Reserve ethics rules, and first of all, I'm like, how could that be? How how could they allow be allowed 
to trade on a quote-unquote personal level stocks and bonds and be a Fed governor. That's impossible not to have, uh, you know, violation, you know, because they know. They already know what's going to happen. I have decided to address even the appearance of any conflict of interest by taking the following steps, Eric Rosengren, president of the Boston Federal Reserve, said. The two have pledged not to trade stocks while serving as Fed presidents. Uh, just to give you an idea of how rich these guys are, Kaplan raised eyebrows earlier this week by revealing a number of million-dollar trades in individual stocks, including Apple, Amazon, Delta Airlines, among others. They say Kaplan owned 32 individual stocks, funds, or alternative assets holdings, with 27 of the 32 valued at more than a million dollars. And these are the guys that are out there supposedly looking out for you and I. They're enriching themselves on, on stock trades where they've got way more information than, than any of us would ever have. And the fact that this would even somehow be allowed, Jason... Uh, it, it just, it, it's ridiculous. I don't know how you, Why, you Joe, how do you even stop it? Because here's the thing, you, know, you have this information, even if they didn't own any stocks, he can make a ton of money by telling his friends what to buy and sell and, and getting a fee off of that. There's, <laughs> when, I, when I worked pizza delivery, there was a lot of free pizza. That's just the way it worked. <laughs> That's the way it is, you know? <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah, of- I mean, it really, it, it, it's really just. You can't stop crazy. it, Joe. You just can't stop these guys. It, if, you, if you're in the center of decision making and understand where these companies are and what's, who's going to be the winners and losers, how do you not indulge in that in one way or another? Sure, he did. I'll you, use. Go ahead, Jason. No, well, I'll just say. I was just going to say, I would use Wells Fargo as a great example. Wells Fargo, why are they still a bank? Yeah. Why are they still allowed. Uh, to to handle accounts, and then we found out Wells Fargo got fined again, Jason, oh last week. They got fined last week. You know what they got fined for? What's that? Because Wells Fargo still hasn't made all the restitution to the customers that they ripped off. How about this? And you know what they said as to why they haven't done it yet? Because they can't figure out how much money they owe them. Oh, boy. How about this, J- Joe? J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Uh, you know, the guys that won't let the Flynn family, uh, you know, bank with them anymore. Uh, J.P. Well, Morgan. Yeah, they, they relented. I guess they gave them back the credit card. But, yes, I, I know your point. J.P. Morgan convicted of five felonies since 2012 and have paid billions. They are now selling stock in dark pools i didn't even realize this i i I looked at a report dark pools are not illegal but it's it's basically these are are stocks and basically in their own company and others not sold on public exchanges offline used usually by pure investment banks and brokerages so uh yeah yeah jp morgan is is buying and selling stock in uh, the dark pools and nobody knows what they're buying or selling there well, and this is the thing, and, and not only do they not know what they're buying or selling, 
we don't know what the price really should be. This That's is right. what got you know these banks in trouble. Remember the financial crisis. The trouble was these dark pools uh, are these tranches of debt that almost never trade. Right. It's what happened in two thousand eight, so, Joe. It's the investment. Yeah. So yeah. you don't know what they're worth, and then all of a sudden the banks were like, "Well, this tranche here, this is worth twenty billion dollars." And then you do the research and you find out it's only worth five. Patriot Radio News Hour. I hope you're going to be prepared for what's coming. Final segment coming up next. 800 Gold is uh, up 15 here, 1807. Silver's up 7, 2385. The Dow is down uh, a little over 200 points. Uh, this morning as, well, the CPI data uh, came in at 5.3%. Yes, one-tenth lower than expected. Everybody celebrate uh, the tracking of absolutely nothing. Right? I, it's amazing uh, that they, this report gives any credence to inflation at all because it actually doesn't track inflation. It tracks up some mythical, uh, theoretical type of tracking about how consumers may or may not react to certain things. But let me tell you right now, and you already know, I don't need to remind you, the cost of everything has gotten more expensive, and it's only going to continue. And the Fed's, the Fed's timeline, Jason, I think we're going to know by the next Fed meeting. So that gives us, we're, we're going to have a meeting next week, and that gives us, what, about six weeks in the next six weeks, we're going to have our taper answer. And then you're going to see gold and silver starting to build momentum. So start getting uh, your assets put away now. I've got very limited availability today. I've got uh, rolls of half dollars. We've got about 75 rolls of half dollars. You know, we were running the dimes and the quarters. Uh, those are gone. I got rolls of half dollars at 230 a roll. And then I got 27 $5 Indians. These are my favorite coin of all time. The Indian market, by the way scorching hot. The $10 Indians have gone out of sight. Uh, these are the $5 Indians. These are the male uh, Indians. Uh, and again, they, these were the only ones they actually carved into the coins. And when they had the old plague, uh, they thought that, you know, my, my Eric always used to say the expression, don't put that in your mouth, arrived out of the $5 Indians because they thought it, would, it carried the plague. And they actually stopped minting them. Uh, but I've got twenty-five five-dollar Indians at six hundred and seventy-five dollars, and that's thirty-five bucks off. So that's a great price uh, for the five-dollar Indians. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So we got rolls of half dollars at two thirty, uh, and then the five-dollar Indians at six seventy-five. We have a few people still waiting uh, for the the 2021 Silver Eagles. Uh, Jason, your last case is leaving today from the Bullion Bank. Good. The Bullion Bank notified us yesterday that due to theft, 
at the Phoenix Sort Facility that uh, we are temporarily on hold. I know we've got a couple of customers uh, that are waiting for their 2021 Silver Eagles. Uh, we're going to see how that plays out. We're hoping in the next few days uh, they'll open it back up. If not, we'll send the Silver Eagles to Colorado and then have Colorado send them down here to us. But we'll get them here. But right now, uh, U- uh, UPS has told the bullion banks that they've got a problem in their sort facility in Phoenix with theft. Until that's resolved, uh, we'll have to see what happens. God bless everybody.